Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. What up, dog? Oh, it's up. I have an, a joke related to up. Do you want to hear it real quick before we start? I do. We've already started, actually, so the joke will be on the air. Did you know that Darth Vader got married again? Oh, did he? Yeah, he married this lady named Ellie. Ellie Vader. She really lifts him up. Oh, my gosh. That's what you get. Is that what I get? Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, besides telling the best jokes, we also watch and review science fiction and science fiction adjacent visual entertainment media, visual entertainment media, and sometimes movies that aren't what we expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually you say sometimes. It's actually a lot of the times. Uh, very rarely do my eyebrows, like listeners, you can't see it, but literally, do my eye, my eyebrows went over the top of my hairline. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hard turn about 36 minutes into this film, yes. <laughs> oh, so I, was I was like, like oh, whoa, 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 oh, whoa, oh, okay. I didn't know it was going to be that kind of party. It is a British film, I found out afterwards. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, they have lesser morals uh, uh, well, across they the are pond le- there. They are, they are also lesser people, for what it's worth. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You also might like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to that in a moment. We're continuing. I mean, like everyone knows the theme of the month, right? We're continuing D and D month. We watched Dungeons and Dragons three, the book of vile darkness. The classic saga returns. The classic saga. Classic. I don't know yeah. if classic's the right word for it. Yeah. Bold, bold use of that word, classic. There. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, it is what it is. This is a British film. I think you can. You you really can't find it anywhere. Uh, we we found it <laughs> in a special place. In a special place, really. It's it's German or UK DVDs are seem to be the only legit source for this film. We totally did that. And that's what we did. We ordered a German DVD, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I forgot that it was a German DVD because at the beginning the title is in German, and I was yeah, like, everything else is in English, but the like, subtitle to Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is in German, and I was like, oh well, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait sure. A minute. How do you say Dungeons and Dragons in German? I'm gonna Google it. Uh, you, it's pronounced German. like this: uh, Dungeons and Dragons in German. See who's got the bad jokes now, Chris. Uh, Verlies und Drachen. I like it. Say it again. Verlies und Drachen. Nice. Do they translate it? I just went into. I just went into. Right, right. But I mean, like when they're when they put stuff out in Europe, do they translate oh. the words Dungeons and Dragons, or do they keep it in English since that's its title? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Police und Drachen. That's how Google's saying it. That's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Drachen. I like this this title. I will say there was one dungeon, maybe maybe two if you count the dragon's cave, and there was one dragon. Did they go in? Were they fighting in the cave though? They showed the inside of it. Eh. Is it more of a lair situation? Eh, All right, look. There was one dungeon and one dragon. Monsters and mazes. So if you. <laughs> So if you just go by, if you're trying to like, oh, Dungeons and Dragons 3, this has got to have the most Dungeons and Dragons. It's actually got the least amount of Dungeons and Dragons. Wrong. <laughs> as far as the number of dungeons and the number of dragons. Absolutely wrong. W- w- which one had more? None of them had more dragons. The or first all one had, of them had more all dragons. the dragons. The, yeah, the they first all had one more. Literally had That's dragons. Like <laughs> This had the least amount of Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, this the image that we're looking at here implies 
Lots or maybe of... even in furs that <laughs> there would be a, a large amount of dragons or flying creatures that may or may not resemble a dragon or dragon kin. And I don't I don't think he has this sword in the in the movie no, either. No, I'm looking no, at it. This picture doesn't... does look rad though. It does look rad. Like <laughs> looks far cooler than anything else that was actually in the film. Like it said, and the, like the tagline here is making me think: Was this a classic saga? Did I miss out on something? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, we're jumping to, to jumping at it right now. Let's just let's just get some facts out of the way. Fact, I'm gonna give yeah. you a blurb. I'm gonna mix things up for you, Chris. Mm. We're getting the blurb from Letterboxd because there is no blurb in IMDb. There is a plot <laughs> synopsis that's called a blurb that is about half the width of my screen, half the length of my screen. A noble warrior must battle dragons and demons while upholding his moral code as he covertly joins a group of villains to rescue his kidnapped father from Shathrax, the Mind Flayer, who threatens to destroy the world. <laughs> Is this a run-on sentence? I don't know. Uh, it's a pretty well, like, it, it. okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, get some facts out of the way. This is sitting at 2.1 out of 5 stars on Letterboxd. Over on uh, IMDb, it is sitting at 4.4 4 out of 10 with a median score of 5. It's a, it's a healthy distribution in the lower half here, six, five, four, taking the, the top three. So average, mediocre. Mm-hmm. Looking like an ET. Looking like an ET. Uh, over on our, the worst film <laughs> review site, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, has zero reviews for the tomato meter, so nothing there, uh, but a 29% audience score. Oh. And if you liked this, you might also like, it tells us, Kingdom of Gladiators, Lego Marvel Superheroes Avengers Reassembled. Something called the Delightful Forest. I have a feeling it's not actually a delightful forest. Ju- uh, judging from that cover, I don't think so. Uh, Monster Makers or Dark Relic. Ooh. I'm, I'm just going to go and hit it with the first line of uh, Wikipedia here. <clears throat> Please. Book of Vile Darkness is an optional supplemental source book for the third <laughs> edition of the role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons. I I had that up as well. I was just like, ah, do I do it? Do I not do it? And there you go. You do I don't it. remember this one. I don't remember this source book. From third edition? I wouldn't. No, I don't. No. Supplemental. I, like, uh, I mean, Only I'm going to date myself. pages? Date myself, definitely. I remember when third edition came out. Yeah. When we had a Hastings, and now it's a, uh, now it's a Chinese restaurant, but... I remember being in there, yeah. going through the player's manual and being like, man, this would be a lot of fun if I could find people to play this damn game with. <laughs> but for serious, Dungeons & Dragons 3, The Book of Vile Darkness is a 2012 direct-to-DVD British dark fantasy adventure film directed by Gary Jerry Lively. It is the third installment of the Dungeons & Dragons film series. It was shot in Bulgaria in 2012. Homeboy, uh, didn't he also do Wrath of the Dragon God? Yeah. Who? Gary Lively? Jerry Lively? Do, do. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, he also did Art of War 3. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Snipes did number two. Okay. Okay. Snipes. Okay. Wesley Snipes. Oh, Art of War, not yeah. Dungeons Dragons. I was like, when was Wesley Snipes? I mean, I think it would have been a much better movie had he been in the second oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Look at this blurb on IMDb. Look at this. And then it trails off, and you have to click read all. It's one, two, three, four, five lines, and then you click read all. Yeah, that's And you a... get this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just the... Uh, this is just the, the intro. S- that's the script. Right there. <laughs> it's the script. That's everything, the screenplay. Everything that wasn't in this synopsis was ad-libbed. 
2,000 years ago, now gruel the fowl. No, I'm not going to do it. Please don't. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have this one. You and you. You're gonna let me have this one. Yeah, yeah, you're the leadoff hitter to borrow a uh, sports term. I don't know if I liked this movie or if I'm just comparing it to the other two movies in its trilogy, (laughs) and it's coming out favorable. So I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. My gut instinct is that I thought this movie was pretty fun. I liked that it's a different take. So it's kind of. alluded to in the blurb there, but we have a evil party in this. We have an evil campaign. I mean, if you are a D&D fan, you know anything about the Book of Vile Darkness, it's real easy to make an, an evil party based on that, uh, a lot of that content. And we compare that to the last movie that, where they had like a lot of the same type of characters. Like there's a barbarian in both these groups. There's an elf wizard in both these groups. There's a rogue in both of these groups, but they're completely different characters. Uh, and, and different manifestations of those kind of classic D and D classes and yeah. races and whatnot. Like one guy's the happy-go-lucky thief, a la right. Bilbo Baggins, mm-hmm. and in this movie, this rogue um, looks like he's um, he's an assassin. They call him an assassin. Yeah. Well, I, well, I was going to say he looks like he's straight out of World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Like he's a comically oversized shoulders with the spikes and pauldrons. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. great. Instead of a priest, we have a, a vermin. What is it? Oh shoot! Is that? Am I getting that right? Vermin. Uh, I think he's still uh, a cleric. He's just a. Uh, he's filth lord, lord of filth, vermin lord, something like that. I'm pretty sure it's a vermin lord. I looked it up, and now I can't find it. But I shall find it again. No worries. Yeah, according to the, yeah. the Wikipedia entry for this movie, he is a human vermin lord. So, but it, it's probably just something something just similar like to you. a cleric. Yeah. Is it, you got jokes now, huh? Uh, I've had them. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, uh, he's a Goliath? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's actually why I looked up the Wikipedia entry was to find out what the giant barbarian was, and he's a Goliath. There you go. Now that you mention it, she actually does say that a seven-foot-tall Goliath went missing. Yes. With 60,000 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so I liked the similarities. We get an evil uh, or villainous uh. group, a, a rogue group, uh, party in this book or in this uh not this book but in this uh movie the last movie we had a good aligned party and then in the first movie we had a chaotic neutral party or who knows what was happening so we hit everything i enjoyed the fight choreography the cgi as it should be it's better than all of the other like it's weird that the direct to dvd movie in 2012 looks better than a feature film released in theaters from the year 2000 and when it comes to the cgi but that's just how that's just how progress is. Um, it only had a budget of twelve million dollars. I say only. That's way more money than most of the things that we watch. But at a budget of twelve million dollars, it's less than ninety minutes long. It tells its story. I I had fun watching this film. I liked the character arcs. I wasn't a huge fan of the cut to sex scene um, <laughs> that they did partway through. Uh, and like they were like, we're gonna show the sex scene. Now we're gonna kill somebody. Now we're back to the sex scene. And I'm just like, okay, guys. Like I, I felt yeah. a little bit like they were sex and violence, trying to be edgy to like sell the movie. But I'm like, this is Dungeons and Dragons, and I I, I don't know. It just isn't uh, isn't what I look for in D and D, I guess. But who knows? Based on the source material, maybe that's uh, what it should be. But no, I think my first impressions and, and opinions are that it's a fun fantasy action film. I enjoyed it. I do have a question. Okay. The lead of the party, the witch or sorceress or what have you, uh, Accordia, 
ends up like falling in love with him or whatever. She's supposed to be a Shadar Kai, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure are elves. Yeah. Because she didn't have, she didn't look like an elf. She didn't look like a Shadar Kai at all. Did she have pointy ears? She did not have pointy ears. I don't know. And I think they're supposed to look like gray well, or whatever because they're. Yeah. And she also like isn't part shadow either. Yeah. You gotta give him a little bit of leeway. Yeah. Look, man, the dude, he, I've got, <laughs> you said you, you said you had fun watching this movie. I had fun. I think I would agree to a certain degree. There were a couple things that literally made me laugh out loud. Uh, instance one of making me laugh out loud is when he goes to the shop. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he's like, uh, let me get that armor. And he's like, mythic or legendary? He's like, it's a her- heroic mythic. or paragon. Of course, man. Come on. What are you doing? What are you talking about? That's a, that's a, that's a modifier. Very, yeah. It's very great. much like like session one. All right, let's go buy our gear because your level one character starts with yeah. X amount of gold. I need a bag of holding and I need a sword and I need some armor. Yeah. No, it's yeah. A, no there's, a, there's a lot of things that this movie does, I think, that are far more faithful to the source material. Way more than the first one, for sure. And I think the second one was faithful. I think it was faithful enough. But, yeah. like, I, I think the problem was is, like, so which one had a bigger budget, right? Mm. Just look it up real quick. Okay, they both had $12 million budgets. Well, I can tell yeah. you that uh, Gary slash Jerry slash Larry Lively did a much better job this time. It looked better. It was shot better. It was directed better. All the characters were better acted. Yeah. Even the worst actors among them weren't bad. Like the the, the biggest issue, I think, our lead is kind of a blank slate at the beginning. You know, he's yeah. he, he wants to be this... Um, he wants to be the first true paladin slash knight of Pelor in 800 years or whatever. Um, and he just goes through this really neat transformation. We're just going to spoil it in three, two, one. Uh, homeboy, all in the span of, I don't know, a week, um, <laughs> joins or, joins organized crime, commits a murder, which may or may not have been in self-defense, but he was about to murder some random person. Yeah. He breaks his uh, vow of celibacy commits larceny yep. then murder <laughs> then straight up murder mm. do you think it counts as a murder killing the goliath i mean, poisoned him yeah he i mean look he, here's the deal in a court of law the guy had to have it, a dead or alive I, wanted I'm, poster somewhere i'm just saying in a court of law if you kill someone even if they're a bad guy that's yeah, still a crime i'm not saying that he's going to be convicted of said murder <laughs> was the charges might get plead down to involuntary manslaughter you know involuntary criminal, he handed him the poison criminal mischief criminal you know, mischief. Who knows, right was that not the most D player move we've seen in any of these movies <laughs> to stuff the dead body in a bag of holding and throw yeah, it in a lake <laughs> for sure yeah what did he do with the gold i think he stuffed it in the bag of holding with him okay and like does he go back threw- and get it oh i hope so like wouldn't you <laughs> hey dad I, I i know you're not feeling great and everything we gotta walk uh, this but, way. But <laughs> we gotta go back to this lake oh what, is that a bag of holding let me look at it don't 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 look. Don't do it. Uh, also, don't there's some it. children in the forest nearby. We could go yeah. make sure they're still alive. Yeah. Um, and then he like doesn't grant mercy. The path he's on, I think, is a really neat, interesting path. Like aside from Accordia, I think he has Grayson has the most growth in this movie oh, yeah. by default because he's the main character. Well, he's, yeah, he's the main character. It's funny in a way that like I feel like this is exactly how an evil campaign would actually go. 
like in the meta context, if you were running a D and D group, you're like, Hey, we're running an evil campaign. And then one of your players is like, Hey man, uh, I actually want to be a good guy. Yeah. But I don't want anyone to know until we start. (laughs) And then halfway through, everyone's like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just, it goes, it it goes pretty well. You say he's the, the guy, he's got the most growth. He's got the best character arc and the most character growth out of anyone in this film. I would argue that it's the best and most character growth out of anyone in any of these movies thus far. Yeah. Except the part when Marlon Wayne dies, that was, that was growth. So Uh, yeah, a little bit, but that's kind of, no, I just made like the, the movie grew because he was no longer in it. Oh Oh, gosh. Yeah. We haven't seen the new one yet. No, like they, they finally wrote a story about a character and like, I guess like it's gotta be pretty difficult to have a character arc when it's just a bunch of good guys, you know, like think about, think about the last film. You have the former captain of the guard picking out his heroes and they're going to go and find the MacGuffin, right? The character, there's not a lot of room to grow. He's an established person doing something that is within his character basically the entire time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They grow as a group, I guess, but I don't know. Uh, I'm very, very happy that they finally figured out how to tell a story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> successfully yeah yeah i, I like it's it's kind of weird because i almost feel like i wish they'd made another one at this point like i'm sure that the chris pine movie is going to be awesome and i'm looking forward to it it'll it'll be fun at the very least but something like this i'm like okay i would have liked to see whatever his next adventure was or have him be a side character in someone else's story and actually have some continuity in these films but you know it is what it is well so jack durgis durge durges durge no, no offense jack played grayson our lead, yeah. Uh, has been in some stuff. 18 acting credits, not a whole lot. Uh, this movie was his, I guess, debut. Yeah, it's odd. On IMDb, it shows it as his first credit. And mm-hmm. he has credits up through 2021, so he's still acting, still doing well, 2007, things. I see. Casualty. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, IMDb has some older older stuff, so I'm not sure. Okay, always been. He is. was in 35 episodes of EastEnders, which is a show... That apparently has been on since 1985. Holy oh, wow. Crap. Is that just some soap opera? Uh, I I think so. The Everyday Lives of Working Class Inhabitants of Albert Square. Let's see. Eleanor uh, Garden of uh, Eden Creation Kit played Accordia's. Oh, she was in uh, Alice in Wonderland. That's cool. Not a whole lot. She, I think she stopped acting around 2017. I would not have guessed this was his first his first foray in acting, like he had done some small things, but his first ro- real role. I thought he did great, Jack. I thought they all did pretty well. Barry Aird plays Bez. Oh, he's got a distinct look. Yes, he, he does. He was in Age of Ultron? What? He was a Sokovian police captain. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, they're okay, okay. Make that money. He's done some voice acting. He was in Morbius. Well, you didn't have to bring that up. Oh, he's a newspaper vendor. Hmm. No, I... I uh... I liked Biz. I thought he was a really interesting... Like, I thought he was neat. It's very different. He's just such an asshole in all ways. Like, he curses that ring or whatever and gives it to He's like, hey, man, are you uh, yeah, are you this dude's wife? Up. And she's like, yeah, 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 of course I am. And he hands it to her. And she, like, experiences his death. I was like, oh, damn. Let's see. Lex Daniel. Oh, yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Sewer Thug number two. Yeah. Briscoe and Judge Dredd. Highlander. What? Dude. Highlander, the TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One episode, but... The, yes. the only Highlander worth watching. Wow. Wow. That's right, I said it. Wow. And then Habib Nasir Nadir, who played Vimek the Barbarian. 
Silver Boy. Yeah, that's my notes as well. Silver couple, Dude. Couple of things. Nah, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Oh, he's got an upcoming movie. Oh. Yeah, it's not important. I think for the most part, what this movie does well is that it's actually a Dungeons and Dragons movie. I think we criticized the first one as just being a random fantasy adventure that they just slapped the Dungeons and Dragons IP on. And the second one was very much in the veins of a Dungeons and Dragons story. It just wasn't successful in yeah. pulling it off. Yeah. Um, and this one, I think, is, I mean, I, I'd venture, I guess, to say it's the best one that we've seen. Yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> so and far. The second one, I think, kind of reacted to the criticism from the first one and that it's like okay well let's get a party together let's do the tropey thing where they go and find the whatever and it's a decent like D campaign right i can see like the encounters and the puzzles and they get the thing but it's a movie right there's supposed to be like a story like a character story involved as well and i think this one kind of hit the the nice uh balance between all of them yeah there's that joke or that meme which is like the last video game you played you have to be a character in it. Oh, sure. In your life or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm screwed every time. I can only imagine like living in the Dungeons and Dragons, like, well, one of the universes or whatever, because there's so many. I assume they're on Faerun because they go to the Shadowfell. Yeah. But he's like, yo, man, here's a Vorpal Blade. It's just like, it's just, it's right here. It's a little on the nose. It's yeah. just right here on the nose. Like, I mean, I yeah, when he goes into the shop and gears up or whatever, like... Yeah, this is a this is a, a sword of um, fatal blows. Yeah, when you when you hit a guy, you roll a d six, and if you <laughs> you know you max damage, yeah, you get a crit. It takes bleeding one d three bleed damage per I, round. It it is on the nose, but it adds a bit to the charm at the same time. Yeah, no, but I, I think I'm that's agree with definitely you. like I I I would if someone was like I didn't like any of that. It took it it took away from the movie. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's valid. But I disagree, but I, I think it's valid. Yeah. It could go either way. For so much of the movie being so dark, I think having those kind of tongue-in-cheek, like you said, on-the-nose moments yeah. where they but reference have, the game is pretty good. It's a nice you balance. You have to have some cheese, right? Oh, yeah. Because it, it's based on a tabletop role-playing adventure game. You know what I mean? Like, what was that? Battleship, right? Battleship. Like, when we saw it, when we went to go see Battleship. Yeah. Definitely, I think, an underrated movie in a lot of respects. We I don't want to give away the goat too much uh because we should totally review <laughs> battleship yeah but um it might be one of the greatest films i've ever seen oh no it's it's fantastic movie but like when the when the spoilers in three two one when the aliens show up and they shoot the missiles that are shaped like the pegs i was like yep this is it this is it this is how you do- make this is like everyone made fun of that that movie but i'm like it's based on a board game that doesn't have a story that doesn't yeah. even make sense in the real world. And yeah. yet they somehow, through science fiction, found a way to have <laughs> the pegs. They found a way to have a board. And then eventually they've had a way to actually have a grid they have to call oh, things yeah, out yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. And then yeah. they found a way to add a battleship. And Liam Neeson's in it. And so. Liam Neeson's kind of <laughs> in it, yeah. <laughs> I unironically love that film. I, I, oh, think, it's, it, I think it's yeah, really no. good. I think um, it came out at a time i think it, it just it just didn't quite hit like i think it um some of the aesthetics were a little too transformers i think battle la had come out that same year or pretty uh, close to it let's let's find out here battleship came out 2012 battle los angeles came out 2011 yeah so, i mean within a calendar year probably let's yeah, see so I, I i felt like March i remember 11th. seeing uh, battleship 18, and yeah. getting battle la vibes or whatever 
Wow, we're way off topic. We'll review those films. Yeah. We'll do it. No, you're right. It has to have some references. Or, I mean, it doesn't have to, but I think that they're welcome. I think they're welcome. If you don't have the cheese, yeah, you run the risk of the first movie, which is a... Well, I mean, I, I can't say... I cannot... I can't not say it's not an homage because they do kind of the same thing. A party gets gathered. More or less. And then they have to go find this MacGuffin. But the problem is... Like, none of it really makes sense because the characters don't make sense in the context. Because right, right. I've been snails, and I've been asked not to play characters like that again, or I just play the, the, the handsy rogue who steals things. It's not fun, right? Right, right. Or, or the, the, the over-the-top stoic elf. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm aloof because I'm an elf, not because, you know, I've done all these things. Like, Accordia, she's... Uh, they're goth elves or whatever yeah. but they're but they're also like would suffer all the time because like where they where they live the shadow fell it like they it's torturous to them like they they use whips and chains and they have like studs and piercings which she does have and tattoos and she even talks about like when he when he like saves her life he's like did i injure you and she's like yeah too bad it won't scar yeah yeah, yeah that's cheesy but that's exactly what a sh- that's exactly how they would behave they yeah. wouldn't be like, I'm going to steal a stuffed black cat. Why would they do that? <laughs> My one complaint when it comes to costuming this movie is when they do close-ups of her face and you can see the Sharpie marks <laughs> from what's supposed to be a tattoo on her face. Oh, man. It did look a lot like, oh, I, we talked about it a few episodes ago, but I downloaded Skyrim on my Xbox. Yeah. At the beginning of the game, when you create a character and you can do the face, the war paint or whatever. Sure, sure. When I saw it, I was like, oh, that's war paint number two. That's war paint number uh, two. <laughs> the random piercings. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely uh, random character generation. Pop something off. Yeah. Looks just like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> randomize, 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 except. So I would recommend this. I feel like it's worth the price of subscription if it ever streams anywhere. But if you get the yeah. opportunity to watch it, I would say, yeah, check it out. It's less than an hour and a half. It's an interesting action film, not appropriate for young children, both because it's got a higher level of violence and, and I think uh, horror elements, but also some um, strong call that? sexual content. Strong, I would just call it sexual content. But <laughs> like it's nothing like you'd see on Game of Thrones or whatever, but uh, it definitely came out of left field. So I, I, would, I would recommend this. I'd be like, hey, this is worth the price of subscription. The question is, do you watch the other ones? No. Like we we both said that the second one was worth the price of subscription, but I'm kind of revisiting that now that I've seen this one. Don't watch them. So you're just you're. Saying I mean, skip. like if you're a completionist and you just and you have to do it because it's Dungeons and Dragons. Like you know, I like to make fun of you for your love of the Halo series. Sure. And the fact that you haven't completed the Halo show still makes me giggle. Well, they're not related, but okay. But but I mean, like you play all the games. Sure. I'm sure you've read a lot of the books. You probably yeah. read a lot of the comics. You own a lot of the the merch. You know what I mean? Even stuff that's uh, tangentially related, yeah. you know, it, sure. you're still interested. And, and, you know, and while it's, I, you know, poke fun at you, I get it because I do, I do a lot of stuff with the Mass Effect games. You know, I used to play that, the Mass Effect Infiltrator game. Yeah. Is my the... old HTC Evo 2. Nice. I totally get it. And if you have to do that, watch the first two movies. Eh, but if yeah. you're, if you're coming in from like, I play Dungeons and Dragons occasionally. I'd like to see something related. Yeah. And I don't want it to be shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then watch this movie. I mean, it's, I All think right. it's worth the price of subscription and we had to get it imported from Germany. 
in my defense, the Halo show has nothing to do with anything else that's Halo related. Second, <laughs> there's Covenant. How uh, <laughs> how awesome? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna back that off because I think I'm I'm leading the witness. Would you have liked or not liked if Bruce Payne had shown up and been the big bad evil guy at the end, like when they first show uh, the, the mind flare? But instead, it's it's Lord eh. Damador, like just a little bit of a continuity, or the Lich from the second, who did mm. he still has the best line out of all of the all of these movies. No, I'm 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 glad it's standalone. I'm glad it's its only relation is the fact that it also apparently takes place in Faerun. Do, do the other ones take place in Faerun? I, I don't. Well, the, the the second one does, I think, because they use the phrase the the god Obadiah, mm. who's the god of giants or something like that. He's a forest god of giants or something. So. I thought they took place because they they mentioned the kingdom of Ishmir, which I don't think is actually because that's the same kingdom from the first uh, movie, and I don't think it's related. Is it? According, I I just googled okay kingdom of Ishmir Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm being corrected to the fact that it's the kingdom of Izmir. Yeah, Ishmir's with a Z. Yeah. And according to enworld.org, <laughs> in the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, Izmir is a massive metropolis that resembled Sharn from Eberron. Right. So what, what, my point is that the first two books don't take place. They, they're their own little D&D right. universe. This one actually seems to take place in, within yeah. the established lore, more or less. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they just but use gods. Very different. Yeah. Stuff. I'm sure but, they, they borrowed a lot of terms. They made up a bunch of crap. Yeah. In the the cosmology, that's it, right? Sure. Cosmology is that uh, like uh, like the in the the, the pantheon, pantheon of gods or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, who knows what worlds they influence? I mean, they they I think Wizards of the Coast like they call them spheres now. Like how it's like, oh yeah, it, you can totally visit Eberron from Faerun. You just got to leave your sphere. Oh, they come. I thought they were. Are they not Over. planes, or is that a Magic the Gathering reference? No, no, no. I think planes are a thing, but that's like the planes are within a sphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I spent like a half a day once on a Tuesday when I had absolutely nothing to do at work. Yeah. I mean, I say I had absolutely nothing to do. I was very busy. I just was bored and just went through like the Dungeons and Dragons unofficial wiki and I was like, neat. Very Very cool. Interesting. Odd. What? (laughs) Cool. Neat. Interesting. I assume that the first two didn't take place. Like, I assume they made up whatever they were whatever land and lore and all of that, because it was, it didn't seem to vibe. Yeah. But yeah. according to <clears throat> within the game, and this is from the, the book of Val darkness, Wikipedia. Okay. Entry. Okay. From the source material. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, much of the content and concepts of book of Val darkness have been reprinted or adapted in source books without the quote, mature audiences only unquote label rules for drug use had in fact already been printed while later material included corrupt spells, vile feats, possession, and detailed discussions of demon lords. Within the game, within the fictional worlds of the game, The Book of Vile Darkness is a supernatural book that serves as a reference guide to evil and granting experience points and a bonus to wisdom of evil spellcasters. So it was like an add-on that allowed you to be evil and it like really dived into... Yeah, in the third 3.5 revision... The Book of Isle Darkness is considered a minor artifact, and the fifth edition for the Dungeons Master's Guide lists the book as an artifact, rarity, wondrous item pinned by the Lich God Vecna. So cool. I guess. Who knows if it takes place in Faerun? Because like I don't I've never played the module. There's no information. 
Like it doesn't really say anything. I mean, if you just look up, I mean, if you just type in what, what you call them, sphere? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the Forgotten Realms wiki, oh. it does appear. Oh, Jubilex. <laughs> Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. Only the most indomitable minds dare to look upon the malevolent thoughts and forbidden secrets abound herein. Doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't really say. But it does appear under the the Forgotten Realms guy wiki, so I'm going to... Okay. I'm just going to assume. Yeah, all right, that works for me. Asmodeus or Orcus, who are Faerunian gods, so who knows? Why didn't Grayson go by a fake name? It's his name, man. Like, they knew which knight to kidnap. They would assume they would know that his kid was around and what his name was. Are you sure that they knew which knight to kidnap or... They took the leader. Well, they killed all those dudes and then were like... No, who's left, I guess? Yeah, here's a survivor. Okay, well, how... And then when he was busy breaking his vows... Yeah, buddy. (laughs) How did he hide the medallion? I don't know. I was just waiting for him to get caught the whole time. Like, he, (laughs) he had... I don't know if he rolled high or she rolled low or some combination of both for him to hide that medallion the whole time. So um, he turns her around and begins to kiss her neck so she can't see him. So I'm wondering if while she's turned around, he takes off his armor shirt. And like leaves it somewhere in necklace. there. Yeah, just like one one fell swoop, as it were. Oh, interesting. I don't know, man. This is a time when more of that sex scene would have actually helped the plot. <laughs> um, as much as I didn't care, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. Th- their their interaction wasn't really that gratuitous because no, I don't think we see all. anything of either one of them. There's like, it's very much uh, Top Gun. Yeah, we but we do see a lot of we see a lot of breasts in Silverman's sequence. Sequence. So, <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. It's oh, a sequence. No, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. All right, I, I I had that question. Also, don't know why they CGI'd the little undead girl instead of just using practical effects. She didn't look horrible. She was creepy. It creeped me out. But maybe they didn't want a little girl sucking on grown men's fingers. Well, that might have been it. Yeah, they could have used a short person. <laughs> a little person. A little. Or I said short no, because it didn't I mean, necessarily be a little she, person. She's the best looking CGI of the entire film. I thought the dragon like, looked really good. I thought it looks good too, but like especially we get, especially we get a, the last one. We get a close up of that what was she called a slaymate? We get a close up of yeah. that little thing's face and I was like, Ugh. Yeah. That's a that's ugly. And it looks great. <laughs> it, it did help that they were like, Okay, it's nighttime in the forest, there's fog, it's spooky. Yeah. Like they use CGI in the perfect way. Very impressed. Jerry, Terry, Larry did a great job. Gary, thumbs up. Who's your idiot of this film? Oh, idiot of the film. Oh, it has to be the Vermin Lord. Beza? Yes, because he <laughs> he causes his own demise. He knows who Grayson is, brings him along anyways, because they're, he's like, I need him to come, blah, 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 blah. I guess he doesn't really die at the end, but his plans don't work out. That's fair. Also, he starts that fight in the village unnecessarily, puts them in danger. So, I mean, I, I'm going to say him, but really, I don't think any of the characters make real stupid moves, honestly. I think my vote would go to Dominic Maffam, the mayor of Little Silver Keep. For letting them in to begin with? No, not that. Because, well, first of all, he lets an adventuring party into his town. It's fair. They did do what they did. And then, and then, I don't know why Homeboy decided that he would 
hide the treasure while they're there. You know, maybe that's just me. But if if I had a group of possibly unscrupulous but definitely unknown individuals mm-hmm. that I don't know anything about into my town, yeah, I wouldn't have anyone go to secret places. I'd wait for them to leave. I was just that's just me. Yeah, no, that makes that's sense. just me. That makes sense. That's just me. I'm a different type of mayor. And then um, he confronts them. Like you know, it is all of their money. It was a I lot get, of money. No, I get it. I totally get it. Sixty thousand gold pieces is a lot of cash. Probably a little bit too much for that small town. Maybe he was hoarding it, but maybe he's the dragon. But they just killed a dragon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not like it's not like a knoll where they were like, hey, uh, yeah, there was a furblog out in the woods and it attacked this farm and we killed everyone. We killed the the furblog. Like, oh yeah, you know, maybe you could confront that adventuring party. But if a dragon that just attacked your village, set fire to it, kidnapped five people, killed two of them, burninated the countryside, yeah, the thatched roof cottages, and the thatched like, cottages, I just, I just wouldn't challenge him. Like I just wouldn't. I'd figure something else out. So you just, I, uh, I let it go. He, huh? He's the he's the idiot of the movie for me. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I don't know. I think that at a certain point, though, like how are they going to rebuild those thatched roof cottages if they don't have any money? Well, they're not going to rebuild anything now because they're dead. Yeah. That's so fair. that's fair. I don't really have an. I, I just I don't. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna begrudge you, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like add that person to my list. I think I'm good. I that's think I'm fair. Good no, I choice. mean like I, out of all the qualifications, like there really isn't a perfect match. I mean, aside from like Which all is of weird, them right? because they're evil and well, evil is dumb. The mind flayer um. is just. It's just their nature. Like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. But just fl- flay minds, I guess. I don't know. It didn't even look like a flay of mind flayer to it me. It didn't really. No. Yeah. No. I had a lot of trouble understanding what it was saying oh, when it was doing two... like the multi voices, and they yeah. were all like slightly off from one another. It was a cool effect, but I would have preferred maybe they tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, but they should have done was um, what's homeboy from that one next gen episode, Riva? You know the guy, the guy who can't with the talk, uh, the guy who's the uh, yeah, 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 and he has like the tele- telepathy partners. Yeah, but that's what they should have done is have one talk. Oh. And then another one talking like they just indifferent. Yeah, that that would have made sense. Yeah. yeah, is Kelsey Grammer in this movie? Oh, he's a mind flayer for sure. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I disagree. I don't know who he would be. Who, who? But I was gonna say the mayor, but you turned around and made the mayor the idiot, and I feel weird about that. So why not both? <laughs> no, as as much as I don't want to recast Anthony Howell, oh, the the father because he voices a lot of characters in video games specifically elden ring vampire the masquerade world of warcraft dragonflight demon souls shadowlands final fantasy i think it would be him i think that would be kelsey Grammer. okay i just i really feel like i could see him being this uh burdened worn out paladin who's just doing everything he can to keep it together you know you know, my father before me wanted to be a great hero. His father before him wanted to be a great hero. I wanted to be a great hero. You know, I think what I, I think he would have really done. And he's not in the movie too much, right? Like maybe ten minutes, fifteen. He could have done all. He could have shot all the scenes in one day. So, yeah, fair enough. That makes sense yeah. to me. I'll out. Plus, I've like Kelsey Grammer and plate mail would have just made me giggle. That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been down for that. I would have been down yeah. for that. Cool, man. So, um, uh, so what's next? What's next is there are a couple of animated movies that we can take a look at. And there's also a cartoon from the, the early 80s. So there's a an animated movie from 2003 called Scourge of Worlds. Oh, no, I take that back. 
That is an interactive adventure. So it's a DVD, but you get to like pick the story paths. It's yeah. like a choose your own adventure. Uh, <laughs> it should yeah. be a live show. Yeah, we'll just, we might, <laughs> no, you know, that, that could be a fun live show. <laughs> that could be a fun live show. Maybe we'll do that if we can't get the D&D Twitch plays. thing going on. Yeah, Twitch. It's the wise guys plays. Uh, so there's a animated movie called Dragonlance, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, uh, which is on YouTube. <laughs> um which is, uh, I think, the next thing yeah. we're going to watch. It has yeah, Kiefer Sutherland in it, Michael oh, Rosenbaum, Michelle Trotenberg, Lucy Lawless. Cast. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I have high hopes for this. I'm not going to look down at the reception section of Wikipedia right here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that'll be what's, uh, what's next on the list. Uh, all right. Should be uh, fun. Yeah, fun. fun's the word. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, This has been fun. This has been a fun-themed month. Even though these are like called two and three and all that, they're not really related. So it's just been a kind of a variety of D and D ish stuff. So been pretty good. I'm looking forward to getting back into maybe some different sci-fi uh, when this is done. Yeah, same. Yeah, if for when we're at a D and D land and out of the theme month, if y'all have anything that you think we would enjoy or you think we would hate that you want us to watch and talk about. Let us know. You can email us sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media at sci-fi wise guys, wherever that may be. And while you're out there looking us up, leave us a review that five stars on iTunes or Podchaser. We really, really appreciate it. And it helps uh, get us more um, exposure and more people can listen to us. Stay healthy, stay hydrated. And um, if you're going to be a pallet and a pillower, you know, just uh like the like the beam. Well, just remember, just just remember, Chris. Yeah, it's Paylor in the streets, Raven Queen in the sheets. <laughs> Might be my best title I've ever. That's I've great. Ever Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's going to be the title for sure.